everybody and welcome to the podcast. My name is Alex Davis and I am going to be your host for the remainder of this episode. Today we are going to be talking about the thing that we don't really look at all the time, which is ego and how important ego is in defining who you are as a person and how successful or not successful you really are. We talk about the importance of being scared of success over being scared of failing and we also talk about the importance of being grateful for the people that got you to where you are and not burning the bridges that got you to where you are. If you think this episode is right for you, and if you think that somebody else out there would enjoy trying to listen to this, then definitely leave a rating and review and share it with as many people as you can. All right, right into the episode. Ego. It's such a strange word, especially because... A lot of us don't really see it. Not that we don't see the word, that we don't see ego. I mean, it surrounds us every day, right? Especially myself, you know? I have ambitious goals, and I've spent a lot of time kind of reflecting on who I am as a person, really developing and fine-tuning that answer. But with that becomes, becomes hubris, and the idea that I sometimes feel better than other people better than everybody, actually, and that I am on top of the world and that I can attack any type of demon, any type of, you know, ambition that I want to by myself and that nobody can actually, like, beat me. <clears throat> it's a it's a very hard thing to really deal with because you don't necessarily know where it is unless you're super aware with it. So we must start with awareness because I wasn't the one that invented ego and ego's been around for a very long time and there are a lot of books on ego, a lot of podcasts out there that you'll find, but I thought it would be appropriate in my life, especially since there was an incident that happened this morning that really, really, really took me down a path of kind of understanding where I'm at in life. So let me take you down that road, all right? Without without getting too personal, um, something happened this morning that made me realize that I've really spent my time kind of chasing after these ambitious goals. You know, me saying that I want to retire before the age of 30, me saying that I'm going to be the top 1% of the upper class, a billionaire, not necessarily is something that shouldn't be said because it's good to have confidence. It's good to have goals. It's good to have somewhere to be. But me automatically saying that and then believing that and then believing that no one can stop me on my road to get there and that my my way is the right way is not necessarily the way that we need to be thinking about that kind of thing. Um, I've spent a lot of time, you know, developing my own truth, my own perception of reality, and that is a lot different than the way that things used to run 10 months ago or however long ago it, it was that I ended up making this change in my life. And, and from then, I kind of realized, you know, I've grown a lot as a person. I have become more mature. You know, I handle things a lot differently. But at the same time, I'm kind of still a kid. I still sp sometimes allow myself to slip back and, you know, indulge in being kind of goofy rather than taking things so seriously, kind of grinding and, and, and uh, really staying fine-tuned to my goals and ambitions. Um, but that doesn't mean that I have the answer. That doesn't mean that I have the right answer. And that doesn't mean that I'm credible in any sort of fashion. You know, there are a lot of people out there that have, like, suffered from ego problems, and, and myself included. I, I, I think because I have this podcast, because I'm writing my own book, because I have my own, you know, Instagrams or TikToks or, or anything like that, and because I'm working out and I'm seeing results, and because, you know, socially I actually, you know, I talk to a lot of people now as opposed to not talking to anyone when I was younger, 
I feel the sense of, you know, accomplishment, but, but that goes beyond. And, and I start to believe that, you know, I'm doing something right. And so whatever I'm doing is the right way. But what we also need to understand is that we all have our own reality. We all have our own perceptions on how things work, and we all have our own truths on how things are run. Being true or having a truth doesn't mean that it is the right way. As you know, things in life kind of, you know, can can take either way or there's lots of ways to do things. But the word truth doesn't mean that it is a fact. It doesn't mean that this is the right way. It means that it's true to you. It's it's what you do and it's how you function. So me sitting around thinking that my truth is the only truth and that is the proper way to do it. Let's take college, for example. You know, I know a lot of people out there are um, have good ideas about college. I personally don't really like college because it's it's very overpriced. Um, you know, you have teachers that aren't necessarily acting on what they're teaching. They're teaching you the theory, but are they actually running million dollar corporations businesses if they're teaching a business degree? No, not necessarily. Obviously, there are good exceptions to that rule, but me kind of assuming that all college is bad and that college is horrible and that, you know, I just don't need to go to college and then kind of actually preaching that on other people when my dad and I argue um, whether or not I should be going to college or not and I kind of have my own opinions those are opinions and we needed to leave it at that. But when I start believing that that is the truth and that I'm undefeatable, unstoppable, that kind of gets in the way of my progress in life. Now, ego can be taken a lot further than just the business world and, and just like, you know, things in general. Um, if you start thinking about your growth as a person, if you're chasing after a dream or goal and you get very egotistical, you'll lose a lot of friends. You'll end up pushing people away because you feel like your way is the highway. And I've done this myself. I threw, I have pushed, I've done horrible things, and I, you know, I've pushed the people that were the closest to me away from my life because you know I thought there was better out there for me, and not because I didn't think that person was enough or that they didn't, that they lacked anything at all. Because they didn't. That wasn't the problem. It was that I had felt like I personally was in, in so much lack that I needed so much help that, that I needed better for myself. And, and so I reached out and I tried to find that, which it turns out that, that there was nothing wrong with my situation or my circumstance. It was my own ego saying that like there's, there's better out there. You can, you can achieve this great thing. And so I kind of you know collapsed and, and kind of chased after that, pushing people away that I really thought were the, the closest to me. There's a lot that can be learned in those types of examples in your own life where you kind of feel on top of the world and no one really pushes you down. See, <clears throat> we all kind of have this fear of failure because failure means that you're not growing, means that you failed. It, it means it, there's a very bad connotation around that word. But what we shouldn't be scared of is failure. We should be more scared of success because when you're very successful, you know, people are complimenting you, people are agreeing with you. And obviously there are some people that kind of dislike you because they're envious or whatever. But, you know, mostly you're, you're getting all the fame and, and you, you have a lot of pressure to do well and you're performing at a peak performance and everything's going well. But, you know... No one's really challenging you. So when no one challenges you, then you can't really change. So what happened this morning was I received a message from a very, very, very important person in my life. And I, um, I, I had to realize, like, I've been on the high life for, for a very long time. I've been feeling very great about the things that I've been doing, feeling awesome. But I also need to understand that my actions have consequences. And for me to think that, you know, me choosing to do all these great things for myself, being selfish and all of that is just going to, you know, benefit everybody. I need to understand at the same time that I'm kind of sacrificing a lot of things by doing these awesome things. And so 
I, I gave up relationships with people. I've pushed my family away. And you're right. Like at the end of the day, I may have been lonely, even though I was chasing after some type of ambition or some goal that I'll have five, 10 years from now. I won't have anything to really hold on to or, or talk about or tell anybody when I get there if I continue to go this route. So I think I think it's just important for everybody to kind of understand where they're at and, and understand where they need to go and understand how your ego is impacting you. And it all starts with awareness. Um, and it, it you just really need to sit down and have a conversation with yourself. You know, when you think that you're on top of the world, that nobody can stop you, that nobody can break you down, you're, you're rejecting people's, you know, opinion. You, you think that that you're always right and that you there's no other way around it. And, you know, people don't like hearing that because people like to hear that they're right. People like hearing when, you know, when people support their ideas. People don't like hearing, look, you're wrong. You need to be knocked down a peg or two. You need to kind of like close your trap and understand that, you know, you're not on top of the world here. People like when you say, oh, you're doing such a good job. But the, again, that doesn't change you or challenge you. That puts you on a pedestal. And, and when you think that you're, you're greater than God, you're not doing any service to anybody. You're, you're destroying yourself and your progress in life. So it does take the challenge to enforce some type of change, a positive change. But that brings me back to my, my point about pain. When we feel that kind of pressure or kind of anxiety about somebody challenging the way that we are doing things, we tend to run away. We tend to seek people that reinforce the idea that we are strong individuals who stand strong, have good firm beliefs on things, and don't necessarily think that we're doing anything wrong, think that everything we're doing is high and mighty, which is kind of what I've been doing. You know, I seek attention, I seek pleasure from people, and I seek confirmation that whatever route that I'm going on in life is the correct route. I, I find people that support my ideas, which is not something that we should be avoiding. We should definitely be avoiding or avoiding the people that kind of put us down. And we should be enforcing that we need to find people that support us and challenge us. But if they're not challenging us, if they're just, you know, supporting everything that we say and everything that we do, it's kind of, it's called group think. It's when everybody just accepts whatever the leader is doing and without any challenge, you know, there is cr like uh, constructive criticism that does exist. So I didn't really engage with that for a very, for, for a while. And, and I just kind of accepted my position that, you know, I am better than you or, you know, I'm higher than you. And, and people hear that and they probably have their opinions about me now because of the way that I think. But I think that it is the only good way to really make progress is to be genuine and to be authentic with how I'm feeling. And I know I've hurt a lot of people by my own selfish actions or my own selfish thoughts. We are all humans and we all make mistakes and it's, it's a part of the growing process. So understanding and being aware of what it is that you, you feel better than or whatever it is that you're feeling, being aware of that is like step towards change. Um, when I was younger, I would be in the classroom and I still do this to this day. The teacher would be speaking to somebody or asking a question to somebody. I would wait five seconds before I shouted out an answer because I felt like I was a know-it-all. That answer may have been correct, may have been incorrect. It doesn't matter. The idea is that I felt like I knew the answer more than any other person in that room because I felt better than other people. And I never really understood where this kind of thing came from. Maybe it was the idea that I was in these more enriched classes, these advanced classes. So 
I felt like I was better than people by default because I had a higher GPA. But it turns out that in reality, what I was good at was copying and regurgitating things that teachers said. I had a very good way of, you know, retaining the information that a teacher said in a fashion that I was able to kind of regurgitate that the next day into some form of a test, a quiz, an exam, or some type of notes or pop quiz. And I did a good job with that as we get older, you kind of have to apply your knowledge a little better and kind of understand how to critically think through problems, which I kind of lack the skill to do. And so I kind of fell apart. But that the video is not me about my, my failures in life. It's about the idea that when I was in the classroom and a teacher would be speaking, it wouldn't be necessarily towards me, but I would be so quick to just shout out an answer. And I still do this to this day. Every day in my math class, people ask, or the teacher's asking questions, nobody's speaking. So I feel like I need to be the leader to, you know, shout out my answer. Half the time, the answer is wrong. I'm not going to lie. But I continue to do so because I, I have this tendency to feel like I'm right, that I understand some concept or that I, that I have some like advantage over other people. It's not a necessarily good thing to think about. It's not necessarily a good thing, but it's not necessarily a bad thing either. Ego is a good thing in a lot of ways. It allows you to be courageous and be confident in your own position in life. And it shows that you actually have like some type of love or compassion for yourself. But when you let it get out of hand and it starts becoming something where you become so absorbed in everything that you're doing that you are God, then it is very, very, very bad for you, your health, your family, your friends, and everybody around you. And I've gotten to the point now where, you know, it's no longer just like a little feather tickling me on the back of the neck saying, look, you got to check this out. It's now like a truck that's actually hitting me because I'm actually affecting and impacting people on a much deeper scale that I don't even realize. Um, and it it's, some, it's something that when we don't look at, it, it grows. It's, it's almost like cancer. You know, cancer is what, you know? Um, a bunch of cells multiplying in an abnormal way. And that's kind of like your ego when, when you feel so high and mighty. It's like your cells in your body are just rapidly duplicating, expanding on a, on a much larger scale that you can control. And it almost feels good to be at the top or it feels good to feel like you're at the top. But then you forget all the people that got you there. And that's that's a very important lesson that we need to learn is that the people that got you to the, the spot that you're at right now, you can't forget them. You can't burn those bridges because you wouldn't be where you are without their help. As much as we like to think that, you know, we did this all by ourselves or that we kind of like put ourselves in our own position because of our hard work ethic and, you know, our love for reading books and obtaining knowledge and learning about all the good things that we learn about and feeling great about all the things we're good at. We kind of forget the people that kind of supported us or that mentored us through that or sat down when we really needed help in a dark place. And when we burn those bridges, when we start facing more hardships in the future, we're not going to remember those people. And those people, if we remember them, they're not going to be there necessarily unless they love you very, very much, which I'm glad for any of those people out there that are still around. So, you know, understand that you, you need to be great, grateful, not eager. <laughs> egocentric um it, it, there's a there's a concept that when we have pain or that when we have some type of setback we should almost allow it into our lives that we should open the doors with welcoming arms and say look the fear the you know the anxieties that i have welcome you can stay here as long as you like you you have no place in my heart but when we do that's ego it'll it'll gladly sit with you and it's not something that doesn't have power when you 
give it power or when you don't give it power, it's something that has power when you don't give it power. So the only way to, to get rid of your ego is to be aware of it, to actually make a change and, and, and be, to turn whatever you feel better than into gratitude, to knock yourself down a peg or allow or wait for somebody else to do it for you. Cause it will happen at some point in time. You're going to become complacent. You're going to feel like you're at the top and you're not going to become aware of the people that are coming up next to you. The, the people that are your opponents that are going to knock you down because they, they feel like you are the top and you feel like you're at the top. And so they're going to work even harder, even stronger, and they're, they're going to knock you down. And that's just how it is. So in the end, it is up to you, you know, whether you want to be able to um, be at the top or not, you, you can. But it's not when, you know, you have this magical, mystical story that, oh, I felt like I was Iron Man and I felt like I could just do it by myself and I had this mystical goal and I wrote it all down and I, I really absorbed that idea into my head and then five years later, I'm, I'm a billionaire. No, a lot of that stuff doesn't happen like that. A lot of that stuff doesn't really happen in an idea format. It kind of happens from smaller things, from people having conversations, to getting open to an opportunity, to trying something new, to understanding you like that thing, to really getting engaged with that thing and trying and pushing and pushing until you make your way up or to you know work your way through something or to have some type of revelation. But it's not necessarily some pretty mystical idea that we all have in our head. And when we start feeling like you know things are going right for us or that we're getting success in our lives... We need to just calm down, take a step back and look around and see the people that got us to where we are and to, to, to be grateful for them, to not think that you're better than them, to not think that they're no longer worth your time because you're better than them, but to understand these are the people that love you the most, that have spent the most time getting you to where you need to be, and these are the people you need to turn back to, to thank and to be grateful for. I'll give you one more example and I'll leave you off. So I want to be a model. I, I'm, I'm sure that I put this on the show several times. And over the summer, I applied to a bunch of modeling agencies, the top in the world. I, and this was part of my ego. I didn't really want to, you know, submit to modeling agencies that were, you know, low class. I wanted to su submit to every, all the good ones. And it turns out that one of the best modeling agencies in the world, Wilhelmina Models, reached out to me. And they showed interest in um in their sports and fitness department which I was ecstatic for because I wanted to be one of their models. The thing is is the connection somehow over covid and everything it kind of dispersed and it kind of fell apart. I'm not exactly sure on where that entire relationship went, but I'm glad it didn't continue because I was young and I still am. I was 16 years old and I was getting an opportunity of a lifetime to model probably for the biggest magazines, the biggest companies in the world. And when I had got, if I got that position, you know, I would be making a lot more money than I would be over the summer. I would be open to opportunities that I never would have previously been open to. And as good as that sounds, that's a horrible thing, especially for my age, because number one, I wouldn't have been able to handle any of the money that I got. I wouldn't have been able to handle the status that I got and what I would have done with it would obviously not, not right away. I would have taken it for granted at some point in time, but I would have felt so high and mighty on top of the world that I, I was richer than God. And then I had all these great opportunities that I was better than everyone. I would have totally burned all the bridges behind me towards my family, towards my friends, and even going to university in a few years, I would feel like I own the place that I had some great opportunity that no one else had because I was better looking or better fit for the job. 
and you probably have some disgust that you're thinking about right now about my person, as do I. So I'm grateful that I didn't get that opportunity. And, and it allows me to learn the value of being able to be aware of the ego that kind of controls your life. The, um, there's a great book by Ryan Holiday. It's uh, Ego is the Enemy. If any of you actually um, are struggling with ego by yourself, then absolutely check that book out. It's a, it's a, it's a really good book. Um, I, I know this conversation was a little deep. It was a, it was a little dark and it's not something that, you know, we all like to talk about all the time and it's not necessarily something that's going to get you to the end of the race, but it's also some tool that's going to help you build your house to become sturdy and strong. So, you know, ego is something that you should be thinking about in the back of your mind. All right. I love you all. And I am very grateful for you. I promise that you aren't just some statistic in my head or some little micro thing. I, I do care for each and every one of you. And I hope that someday I can meet you and on a personal level. And with that said, I will see you all in the next podcast. Ciao.